You're listening to a DM podcast. Welcome to Over the Back Fence. I'm Di Edwards. I'm Nicola Dale, and we're buddies of nearly four decades. And yes, we actually do happen to share a back fence. We do. <laughs> we love parties, people, inspirational stories, and honestly, making the most out of life. <laughs> so join us as we open our hearts, share our stories, and hear from some of the most inspirational people in the world. And have a laugh <laughs> along the way. Yeah. Enjoy. Enjoy. <laughs> Well, you know, don't tell me there's not variety in podcasts. <laughs> We're in the middle of an in- this interview you're about to hear and Nicola and I got the giggles. So and excuse us, guys. We absolutely lose it. We couldn't, um, we couldn't belly stop. Laugh. It's like we're yeah. naughty kids at school yep. again. So run with yep. it. I hope yep. you laugh as much as we do. And we do we... know Zora that we interviewed and she knows us. Thank God that rescued us. But I think you'll get a giggle from our giggle. Yeah. <laughs> Enjoy, Enjoy, guys. <laughs> Howdy doody. Howdy doody doodly doodly doodle. Back on a Monday, see we you. Are. <laughs> we love Mondays. Remember that song, I Hate Mondays? Yeah, I know. Well, I, I hate Mondays. I love Mondays. So Mondays is really exciting because I think a new potty <laughs> always drops. It's very great. true. And I love fresh start to the week, you know. I mean, look, in the old days when I was younger, mm. I used to always have a friggin' hangover. <laughs> so I get it. I didn't like Mondays then. But, and what, um, you don't have hangovers now? <laughs> I actually, um, I'm, I'm at church, of course, on a Sunday, Nicola. That's right. No, it's a Sabbath day. No, I, I tend to have them Sunday mornings. So if we did the podcast on Sunday, we'd be starved. So, yay, here we are again. Yeah, here we are again. But I tell you what, I, I think I might have popped a little Barocca in the morning, which I kind of like to do because I had a bit Two, of a big weekend. Or three. Or three. Uh, and then on, you know, on the weekend, we're celebrating who's about to be a, a grandma. Mama, oh, right. It was a big weekend, actually. So it was a baby shower slash yes. big party, beautiful yeah. with family and yeah, friends. Yeah, that, that was special for Di's baby son, who's going to be a daddy <laughs> soon, which is so exciting before yeah. Christmas. Yeah, a lot of kids. Uh, the eldest son Ryan flew out from Singapore for a wedding on Saturday night, so we went to that one miles over the other side of Sydney. That was just so beautiful. And then, yeah, Beja had that on the Sunday. So it was just a weekend of love and, you know, just just your cup is full with that sort of family support and friendships. Yes. You know, a lot of my friends, you know, and you literally got off the plane and Sharing the ran, love, baby. Yes. Yeah, so you've been at the... No, wait a minute. Yeah, the been, GGs. I went to Derby Day, which was a yeah. lot of fun, mm. you know. Speaking all of hangovers. Yeah, exactly. Mm. That was quite a big one going from sort of marquee mm-hmm. to marquee, you know, but you sort of got to do it. It was just, it was really good fun. I love that. Did and you I, that? I know you've got to do it. You've got to do it. But look, hey, I know I'm sort of aware too, it's not everyone's cup of tea. It's certainly, it's great when you're there in Melbourne at Flemington. It's great because you're part of it. But I think it's really is dying out the big lunches and even the Melbourne Cup lunches and things like that. Now the younger generations with Nup to the Cup, I think it's, it's really is and I understand that it's not as it used to be but if you actually go to the event there it's it's a lot of fun it's it's mm-hmm. a good vibe you know what I love most is getting dressed up oh absolutely absolutely and it's the funniest thing I think everyone if you haven't seen it that Kath and Kim video yeah it's my favorite and she gets the one. carrot caught in the fascinator oh, no, they falling they, out of the public the train exactly <laughs> one too many shardies <laughs> but Derby Day black and white's great you can't go wrong like in everyone mm. looks stylish. What time did you get home? 
I can't remember. Yeah, hello. <laughs> hello. But then I got the flight back because then I wanted to, of course, oh. go there to BJ. Oh, so lovely. Yeah. It was so beautiful. So a few a crazy speeches. Great you weekend. Know. And, yeah. Uh, you know, you yeah, I loved fun. it. So um, yeah. anyhow, so we've got a great guest coming up. We do. Zora <laughs> Benamu, who's uh, actually, you know, a dynamo. friend of ours. Yeah, absolute dynamo. Yeah. So she's a biohacker. Yes. And, uh, and if you don't know what that is, yeah. it's literally when you hack. Because a lot of people say, what is hacking? What is biohacking? Mm-hmm. Well, I think, well, think of someone, you know, hacking like with a sword, mm-hmm. right? And you, you're aging. Well, they're hacking off those years and bringing it back yeah. to your youth. It's like bio, part of your body, how you can go about doing that. And honestly, these days, I think if you're like me, we all want to hear the latest stats and research on how do you go about doing that. And 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 not necessarily beauty, longevity. Oh, absolutely. Longevity. Yeah. So I think yeah. it's Hack My Age. Yeah. She's got I love her it. Instagram. She's got her website. She's got sort of like books. She's got recipes, the, the whole lot. So we've got her coming yeah. up. You'll love yeah. her. Enjoy, guys. Enjoy. Today at our back fence, we're so excited, Daddy, because we have got the fabulous <laughs> one and only Zora Benamu, who mm-hmm. is a digital nomad, girlfriend of ours, specialises in longevity and loves teaching others. And we want to hear it more from Zora. Hey, Zora. Welcome, sweetheart. Welcome. Hi. <laughs> How are you guys? I'm so excited to be here and see you. Well, yeah. what's, ama- what's amazing is that we met Zora in Phuket Cleanse. Zora actually happens to be there in Phuket as we're speaking to her. Full so, circle. Yeah, full circle it? in a huge way. Look, there's so many starting points today with Zora. She has an amazing podcast, uh, Hack My Age. She covers the full range of, uh, particularly, you know, you put your money where your mouth is when it comes to Hack My Age. You, you, your research that you do is is actually really applaudable. And talk about research, Di, yeah. too. I mean, researching, you've had your head in the books too, and you've also become a graduate. Tell us what you graduated in. Ah, uh, yeah. When when COVID hit, I decided to get a master's. Wow. As you <laughs> I do. really wanted, yeah, as you do. And I got a master's in gerontology because gerontology is the study of aging and longevity. And that's what I've been doing most of my life, but just never got an official degree on it. So now I'm I'm officially a gerontologist. And what we do look at is not only the biological aspects of aging, as most people do, but we look at the psychological and the sociological aspects of aging and try to understand why people are, are aging, how they're aging, why do they get certain diseases. But I love the fact that it is all encompassing. It's not just how can we live longer, better. It's it's how can we have an improved life, better health span, and and do good in the world, and and, and stop ageism, and, and be inclusive of older adults, and help them live better, longer, and become a fabric of the society. As far as interviewing Zora now, there's so much there. What would be pertinent for the listeners right now? Where would you start? What sort of things can you recommend or suggest or maybe guide some of our listeners around this arena? Oh, practical tips. We're jumping yeah. right into it. Yeah, baby. Yeah, we're going straight Just. in. <laughs> we go in for the kill. <laughs> <laughs> yes, yes. So if the objective is to live longer mm. in a better condition and we call it health span not just lifespan because you know modern medicine has figured that out through medicine you know we can live longer but we're sick for for about 30 of those years which is too long 
And so we want to extend health span. So there's many ways to do it. And you know, I'm a biohacker and I love to test, measure and assess and figure things out and understand and experiment, which I encourage everyone to do is this N of one experiment is that the only person is important in this room is you. So if, let's say your goal is to be happy for as long as you possibly love it. can. Love mm-hmm. it. Is that a goal? What a goal. Sense? I think that's a goal with all let's like run, to achieve. Let's go down that road. Yeah. Yeah. You'll then want to learn about the Harvard study of adult development, which was started in 1938, still mm. ongoing. Whoa. It's one of the longest longitudinal studies on the planet. Still it's going, study. that study. Yes. Wow. Yes. And so they make conclusions every, you know, so often. And I think it was 2017, they put out some really interesting conclusions about what they found about these adults. And of course, in the beginning, all they could do was questionnaires and blood tests and maybe blood pressure and things like that. Now they have MRIs and scans and and they look at their, if they're smoking, not smoking, uh, what their relationships are like, if they're exercising, what are they eating? I mean, it's so friggin' detailed. And what they concluded in 2017 was looking at all this data and they said, okay, what's making people live happier longer? And they found out that it was strong, personal, happy relationships. Oh, how beautiful is that? And is that more just a personal as in one and your partner or is it relationships with yeah, support network, circle of friends or what? what? Yeah. One thing I didn't add is that more than smoking, more than exercise, more than all that stuff, more than your cholesterol levels, the strongest predictor of how long you'll be in this state, happier, longer at 50 years old, how happy are you with your relationships? Right. And that's a stronger predictive of that. So friendship is so important. That's sort of like on the top of the pecking order. One of the greatest problems in the world right now is loneliness. Yeah. Loneliness kills, actually. That's uh, it does. It is equivalent to smoking 17 cigarettes a day. The damage it does on the body is what I mean. So what tips would you give then, Zora, for someone to try and sort of stop the loneliness? Is it just reaching out? Is it making a call? See, that's the thing. I don't want to leave people like alone saying, oh, that's going to kill you. First thing I think of is someone that is alone and feeling alone and they feel lost in that. Stepping out, finding your community, Mm -hmm. you know, which is around you. And I'll tell you yes, what, we so want to be that community too that when we started with Over the Back Fence is for yes. people to be connected and that's sort of what we're really about. Yeah, actually with the digital era now, we can start there. It's, of course, it's always a little more uh, potent to have the person in front of you, right? We have mm. chemical exchanges mm-hmm. and, and we mm. feel people and there's that energy. But if you don't have that, and, and especially during COVID, I mean, we, we couldn't actually physically see people and people who are lonely can be very isolated. So True. Remember, loneliness and isolation are two very different things. You can be isolated, but not lonely, right? If you're far away, but yet you're actually okay kind of being on your own. Mm-hmm. <laughs> fine. You don't need all these people. You feel loved. You feel fine. And then you can have people who are very lonely, but they're not isolated. They have hundreds of people around them, yeah. but they still feel lonely and alone. So they're two different things. It's the ones that when you're lonely is that kills, not not being isolated. But don't you find this fascinating with all that data that Zora just shared, that we're coming back to 
hello, what we are, we're organic matter, we're human beings. Mm-hmm. Interaction. Without it? that, we die. Yeah. Hello. It, yeah. it is quite like, extraordinary, isn't don't it? Don't you find that? I've, I was waiting for, technology. you know, the, the blood and the brain and the this <laughs> and whatever. <laughs> you know what I mean. More exercise, more whatever, more sex. And I'm going... Wow, connection. It's connection. Like, you know, yeah. like a hug. Yeah. We always talk about a good hug. Yeah. And as you yeah. say, it doesn't have to be many people at all. Sometimes it's just like one person. Uh, and well, they, they can make all the two, difference. Two, two, is it? Two. Well, because this is actually taken Back by um, <laughs> he, he wrote the book on happiness. And he says that if it's just one person, it's more likely to be, let's say, your partner. Okay. Yes, if yeah. you live with somebody, what happens when that person dies? Mm-hmm. Yes. They right. die a year later. Yeah. Often. Yeah. yeah. So Often. you really should Just drinking some water a... here that tastes yeah. like wine. Don't <laughs> 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 turn water into wine. <laughs> she can turn water into wine. Oh, my God. Right. <laughs> That's for longevity. <laughs> yes. But can I also say to Zora, what I think the listeners would love to hear, I certainly want to hear it again and again mm. and again, is when you graduated and got your master's, tell us about that. It was at UCLA, you were 50, and who did you graduate with? Yes. So first it was USC, the oh, University USC, of yes, California. Yeah, yeah. And, but I did go to UCLA too. As cool uni. Cali- you're an you LA grew girl. <laughs> and so yeah. I graduated when I was 52. Wow, and my daughter also graduated in the same year, the same university, and the same ceremony. So oh. same ceremony. Well, tell you what, that's also, you know, we're always sort of saying with longevity and mm. I mean you're the you're the expert and you're the queen of it, Zora, but it's mm. also trying new things, stimulating, stimulating yourself. Yeah. So for you to well, do the that brain at anyway. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I hope you're giggling too. Look, honestly, it's always hard interviewing someone you love and adore and know. Like we had so much fun in Spain with Zora. Now let's get down to Tintax here. I know we're going from longevity but we're going to our favorite <laughs> subject because both Nicola and I did not go through menopause but I know that you're a great advocate for helping many a woman going through the, the worst symptoms of menopause and some of them I wrote down I couldn't believe it it was like because Nicola and I as I said did not go through this but hot flushes weight gain night fla- yeah. night sweats flaky skin mood changes sleep anxiety dry vagina I'm going... Oh, come on, Joe. We've had a couple of those things have happened. <laughs> Sleep. <laughs> but Zora's the, actually like the... You specialise in that yeah. now, don't you, Zora? Yes, I've moved tell on us to the all. menopause space. Yeah. Firstly, can you tell our listeners, you know, about menopause, as in what it is and where we're at with it right now? Okay. Let me first correct, because one myth is that I didn't go through menopause. You did go through menopause. <laughs> yeah, we did. You, yeah, we did. We did. Are we're still having your period. <laughs> what you want to clarify yeah. Yeah, is that true. you didn't have the symptoms, symptoms. of menopause. You're right. Right? Yeah. Other than the 12 months without a period. Yeah. Right? So right. Some of the things you... we did go through. <laughs> yeah. Yes. Yeah. So right. It's true. That's a, a fact. Period, hallelujah. Like, yes. that's fun. You have gone through menopause. It's just that you didn't have that stereotypical menopause experience that we all fear and hear about. Yeah. And so what we're trying to do is break some of those stereotypes, not say that they don't happen. There are a lot of women who suffer and, and they need help. So if you look under the hood, which I really encourage you still to do, anyone who's listening who says, yep, that's me. I also didn't go through menopause. You still need to have your health checkups. You need to still look at your bone density. You still need to look at your muscle mass. Yeah, you still yeah. need to do things 
that menopause has a great effect on your heart health, right? Your brain health. Hormones are are a life-saving mm. thing that we need, yeah. right? So when you lose them, you're at risk, right? You're at risk, period, just being older. Like the biggest risk factor for all diseases is age, and mm. we can't control that. They've right? actually right. found a significant impact on the brain function and structure also with women menopause they've actually proved that which blew me away yes and that's hormones hormones are not a bad thing Uh, hormones are lovely and it's so sad when we lose them and because we will lose them at that's that's out of a control but we can replenish them we can support them we can balance them we can do so many things and when we they are in balance and and replenished well those menopause symptoms go away and just because you didn't have the symptoms doesn't mean oh my hormones are still here, right? You still need to check them and see where you're at and what the levels are and, and, and all that other things. And things that you don't feel that are happening under the hood doesn't mean they're not happening. Zora, right? I think that's, that's a really mm. good point there because yeah. it's like saving with myself with bone density. Yeah. I didn't realise my bone density wasn't really all that good and I was thinking I'm strong and I even do mm. my weights and I you eat my strong. G's and, and all that stuff there. But the scan showed and that was obviously post-menopause Scary. too. You know, yeah, and then yes. I've had a hip, I've you know replaced my hip, you know, and there's so those things. She's there, falling apart, Zora. <laughs> no, I'm back together. <laughs> what did you say about but, the hood? We're trading her in. The hood. <laughs> <laughs> but the, the hidden thing. oil. <laughs> Just because you don't have the night, you know, like the flushes and the sweats and all that stuff there, yeah. other things happen and they're the hidden things. So that's a really good point. And I'm glad that you've brought yeah. that awareness because I certainly really wasn't that aware of that, to be honest. Most people aren't. Don't mm. worry. It's uh, they, they call osteoporosis a silent killer, yes. right? It's just yeah. happen- Sorry, it's yeah. silent disease. It is because it, it. what happens is you lose the bone density, your bones become fragile, you have a fall, and after the fall, you may die early, mm-hmm. earlier than expected yep. because your risk of death is so much higher. And, and that may be because within the six months, I think it was like 20 or 30%, it was some high number of people who have a fall and a fracture die within those six months. Too high, too high. Mm. And it could be maybe because infection in the hospital, it could be because now you can't go out and do the things that you used to do and your life has become depressed and just sort of spirals out of control. There's many reasons, but that's why we need to pay attention to these things and not wait until it's broken and you have the fall. So you mentioned, uh, talk, we talked at various stages about hormones. Where are we at in 2023 with uh, HRT? Because it's had some bad press in the past decade. There's many ways to take HRT. Uh, how, how would you recommend taking it if one needs it. So in case somebody doesn't know what HRT is, it's Mm. hormone replacement therapy. I like to call it menopause support therapy because Uh women, hormones got a bad rap due Mm, to a very poorly designed study in 2002 called the Women's Health Initiative. And what that study did is they had women, the average age was 62. Uh, These women were obese. They were smokers. They were unhealthy. So it wasn't quite representative of the general population and the or the population of women who tend to take hormones. So there's been debunked a lot. But what happened was they had to stop the study midway because women were dying of cancer. So before they actually made an official press release, the media got a hold of this oh, made headlines, mm. hormones cause cancer. That's mm. all we remember. Yes. And that made great press. And what happened then soon after they said, wait, 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 hold the presses. We haven't analyzed the study and came up with the conclusions yet. By the time they did that, then they said, oh, okay, this is you know what we conclude, which was 
very insignificant increase in, in breast cancer. Very like it just you know there's more higher increase of being a Swedish the flight attendant. I mean, it was nothing wrong ridiculous. with flight attendants, Sora. <laughs> yeah. I mean, it was, yeah, there was just incredible. There's a book called Estrogen Matters by Avram Blooming, if you want more it's understanding of how they broke this study down and debunked it. Wow. And so, so it's sad, though, that that happened. Yeah, it's yes. really mm, sad. Yeah. yeah. There's whole generation of women who got gypped out of this stage of life and told them just pull your socks up and deal with the pain and the horror stories and then walk through it and then of course setting themselves up for osteoporosis and heart disease and all these other things so when they came up with the analysis of the study well that didn't make headlines because that's not interesting Mm. and i think it was 2017 they looked at these women again and what happened and where are they? And they actually found out that the women who took the hormone therapy had a lower risk of cardiovascular disease, wow. breast cancer, and, oh. and so many other osteoporosis and all these things. So, but now we're starting to get the information out to people and to doctors, because you still meet so many doctors who say, well, not prescribe hormones. They cause cancer or something like mm. that. They just have not been up to date with the research. They're not trained in menopause. They have no so training. That's it's pretty frightening. Isn't it? It is. Well, yeah. I have to say most of my friends who've mm. been on HRT just said they've just never looked back and it's really mm. worked for them. So I think if there is that sort of need there, you know, it's great that it is sort of now it's not going to be now have that risk of like of yeah. the cancer or, you know, so. Um, Do it early. Don't wait until you have menopause or wait until you're mm. really suffering and mm. try to, you know, it's just about informing yourself. And we're talking about bioidentical hormones, not the synthetic stuff. Right. right? So that's it's- different. Yeah. Tell us about what happens with our sex drive and drive vaginas yes. and all that stuff. Yeah. So, yeah. Who wants sex when yeah. you have no libido and a dry vagina? I yeah, mean, like, I, oh, I, I get it. You know, it's yeah, not. Yeah. And remember what I just said about intimate relationships, right? Mm-hmm. Or strong relationships. They don't have to always be well, intimate. But, you know, yeah, there's yeah. us included as yeah. well. And so yeah. if you like intimacy, I'm not saying, you know, sex that you don't like. I'm just no. saying be intimate in any way form you want and you have a partner and that partner's libido is higher than yours well ask that person is it okay that we never have sex again probably say no <laughs> or right. never be intimate again yeah so, gotta say so, zora's married to a very handsome french yeah, man no, yes. I reckon french men are <laughs> frank. i think it's important to pay attention to your sexual health to your sexual relationships to your intimacy because of of this and because i just told you that these intimate relationships are help you live a happier longer life why not i understand that it's for a lot of women, it's like when you're dealing with hot flashes and night sweats and, and and you can't focus on the day, like it is not the first thing on your mind, but you still need to pay attention to it and work on it, please, because when you're there on that other side, it's so much better. Yeah. And you think, why didn't I, you know, do this earlier? Hey, Sora, so, can I ask mm, on that too? Right. Because, you know, being a big follower and fan of yours and on your Instagram, I remember you doing a month, mm-hmm. it was some sort of survey or program you had to have, had to have <laughs> sex every no day. No matter what. <laughs> Once a day, and was reporting on it, and I think Frank never looked we happy. We want to know if Frank. No, but after a month, I bet you he ran a mile. I reckon like he must have been exhausted. But um, <laughs> so tell us about that. Did you succeed in the month? And why did, yeah, why, yeah. why did you do it? Why did you do it? So this was a challenge by Kim Anami, who's an Instagram profile person who I thought I was following, and I thought, oh, that's an interesting. First, I wanted her on my podcast. She's so a sexologist. Like, I gotta get this is she? 
She? She's yeah, a sexologist, yeah. relation, she's into relationships. Hmm. And I thought, okay, she put out this challenge, sex every single day for 30 days. You'll see it actually, it'll, it'll make you closer to your partner and you're going to get a lot of great benefits. So I said, okay, wow. we try. Hmm. So I, that okay, was I just, okay, oh, listeners, this could be a back yeah. fence yes. challenge. I think a, a lot of women are running. Come back, come back, come back, come back. It was a way to for me to spice up the relationship. Like, what can mm. I do? What's new? What's exciting? And I love challenges. I love, <laughs> that's just me. Like, yeah. I want to win and I want to, like, get the A or something like that. It's just me. And so I proposed <laughs> this to Frank and, uh, and he said, what are the rules? I'm like, oh, my God. That's great. It's a sex the game. Rules are, there's no rules. <laughs> Don't you love that? But didn't he, didn't he say so, at some stage, so I'm tired? So it was oh, sex every day for a month. <laughs> And was it yes. fun? It, it was fun, actually. We had a good laugh because it was like, okay, we got to do it today. By the end of the day, we're like, oh, my God, we didn't do it today. So, you know, yeah, we hurry. <laughs> it's in the diary. Breakfast yeah, well, sex. Did you learn more about your body when you're, you know, we're a bit older. It's not like we're in our 20s, you know, and then having sex yes. every day. Was it? How yes. was it? So for me, it was the, it, it was almost like you had to cram it in so i have to say i learned a little bit more after the challenge you say you got 10 it, minutes cram it yeah, in I, yeah i realized you don't like the you know wham bam thank you ma'am every no, day no okay no, no. that's not for me and so what i learned is that i need slow i need more time i like to have foreplay and and, yeah. and you don't have time to do that every single day so you no. do learn about yourself it's like oh, okay now i really really like that's that. good isn't it and so towards the end, what was really interesting is that Frank got a little tired towards the end. Oh, like, that's what I, I remember you telling me that, that in Spain. I'm going, hey, sorry, most men. It's he's, all not, men. he's not listening because he didn't say that. <laughs> no, yeah. no, but I get it because most men, yeah, this sounds exactly. fabulous. Like, oh, oh, God, I'm no, exhausted. You know, well, Frank's yeah, not like, you young pup anymore. <laughs> yeah, you have to, you, tired, you know, walk funny. the talk. Like you are all like, yeah. you know, sex and all that. And then you again. You third week. But I kind of figured out because what happens you know about spermidine right so tell us My about yeah, tell us about spermidine the spermidine is a supplement that i'm a big fan of mm. and it's uh to activate autophagy that means the cellular cleanup and recycling process of your cells of your body and we lose this as we age so we want to be able to eat spermidine rich foods and <laughs> and wow. <be> exercising <laughs> a little fasting all these things are good to activate autophagy but if you can't, because not everybody can exercise like that or or fast or get the hold of the right foods, you can take a supplement. Okay. And spermidine got its name from sperm because it was discovered by a man. Sorry, I've got sperm. the gills and I can't stop. No one eat once a Sorry. day. Is There's spermidine. the inner child in me, sorry, that just pops out. When you say you just got to keep eating this <laughs> you guys are like the, the the girls, the kids, and the and I'm like the teacher. Yeah, we're very we mature. So not seriously. Like, yeah. At no. the end of the day, we are girlfriends. Where do, where, where do we? Where do you order spermidine from? Sorry, I'm sorry, <laughs> listeners. I, and I know someone was listening really focused, and I've just gone off. I'm <laughs> so. I think I need to so go to the laughing room. Is in what? food. Spermidine <laughs> is also in sperm in in, oh. in male. <laughs> You know, ejaculation, right? <laughs> she was on and the money so, from the start. <laughs> <laughs> so it comes from there too, but it can also come from wheat, German soy. So what was happening, Frank was losing his spermity. <laughs> and of course that made him tired. 
you know, okay. and oh, okay, yeah. now I get oh, it. And Frank's French. That, now, that's know? really interesting oh. because he was doing too much. Yes. Then he was tired from it. Yes. Now I get it. So okay. what was the solution? I had to this month wrapped up. Did he say, Zara, was... we don't want to repeat that month again or let's just, like, keep on going? <laughs> well, first of all, I got him on spermidine supplements because I was like, okay, now I see what's going on. Second of all, those supplements are friggin' expensive, so now I swallow instead of, like, Oh my god! Oh my god! Really? You're incredible! That is so good. You just—that is remarkable. That's that's a tip. That's a life tip because it is organic. It's organic. It's organic. Coming from the source. It's It's free. Oh my my god! I think we need to move on. Oh my god! Glasses are on upside down. Glasses are fogging up. I've actually lost the plot, but I'm back now. That is really good to know. Love your honesty. So the takeaway for our listeners is like I don't know. What would you say, Zora? Let's say after all that we've talked about is don't ignore your sexuality, your sexual health, your intimacy and your sex life. Don't ignore that low libido sign when you're in menopause. Do something about it. You don't have to do the 30-day challenge. You you don't have to swallow. You don't have to do any of this stuff. You just have to Mm. figure out what makes you happy and feeling intimate with your partner that's beautiful because you know what sometimes it, anyway we're having a laugh like that but sometimes you know some people don't want to have, have sex <laughs> as they get older and some you know i think it's great if you want to but if you don't sometimes it was saying just a hug is so beautiful it's my it's favorite that, thing isn't it it's a connection mm. isn't it yeah. one-on-one holding a hand no sperm you know like <laughs> <laughs> I want to know because I often talk about people that you see in coffee shops and, and you come back an hour later or something going past and they're still in there on their computers mm. and they're Spanish or Italian mm. or whatever. Like I've always been amazed by people that travel working like you are. You're this digital nomad. What's that like and how do you do yeah. that? Because you've got kids and I know they're older and, and a husband in tow with his spermidine. <laughs> <laughs> and actually maybe tell our listeners what is a digital nomad? Because when I first met you, Zora, I don't think yeah. I've met a digital nomad. Me so, either. So tell us. So digital nomad is, is basically somebody who doesn't have a home, a homeless person, <laughs> but, who, <laughs> and who moves from place to place. I mean, think of a nomad, you know, as usually it's seasonal once the crops are done and the cows have eaten all the the field, you move on to the next one. But in our modern age, a digital nomad is because we now can earn money, have an income by working online or remotely. So we can, doesn't matter if you have a home. It doesn't matter if you have a brick and mortar office. It doesn't matter anymore. Even where you're sitting now, you have a podcast studio. Well, I can go find one just doing a Google search if I do want to do a podcast in a professional studio. We have so much at our our hands right now. And so what a, a different grades of digital nomads, some people stay in a country for a week and some Mm. people stay there for three months some people six months once for me personally once you hit the like one year mark in one place that's an expat living in expatriate life okay yeah living in your own yeah 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 but so So, for you what so where do you live zora like so yeah i (laughs) do Yeah, an expat would have a, a, a contract leasing a home or something like that, right, renting yes. a place. We don't have contracts. We don't lease. We just go from Airbnb. My husband and I are talking about we go mm. from Airbnb to hotel to friends' places. And, yeah, we just 
find out where we're going to live. See, Probably I couldn't do that. Um, <clears throat> might be my star sign, being a Capricorn, being another sign. That would just throw me, not knowing I'm going back to a home. Like, I find that fascinating. But you know what, Di? Never say <laughs> really? never. You no. never know. Uh, no, you never it's know. just me. I like yeah. to come home no, that's to true. my little well, I'm bed. I'm an air sign. You what? Air, air, yeah. Air, air. What well, Airbnb? Yeah. <laughs> there you go. <laughs> no, I think it's fat. And so, what's ahead yes. for the? Did you know I read? What's ahead for you? As in, what would you like to see in the future for for Zora? Oh wow, <laughs> that's a big question. It is. Um, yeah. So I think what me personally, I like that when we started to travel and nomadic life, and I really enjoyed it. Now I think I need more grounding. Right. Not a whole lot because I still am an air sign and I do love to travel. I'm not giving up the travel, but it's so I see that I so enjoy hanging my clothes in a closet mm-hmm. and seeing them and not having to, you know, live out of a suitcase all the time. So I think in the near future, uh, probably for maybe five months, I'll stay in one place and then move on and just feel a little bit more grounded until I think that maybe I need more. But I want to dip my toes into they're, they say there are people who have wings and there are people who have roots. And I was born with wings. My husband born with wings. My kids wings. Uh, oh. And there's advantages and disadvantages yeah. to both. But I like to try roots a little bit. Yeah. And I've got to say too, for our listeners too, Zora is a beautiful mum to two gorgeous mm. um, adult children. Yeah. True citizens what a of the world, really. You know, yeah. like when you sort of you've got Ukrainian, you've lived in Russia. You know, and you've you know brought up in LA, and then you've just travelled all around the world except for Australia. So yeah, we do what we're not going to throw under. that at you or anything. Exactly. You know, so we do. <laughs> when are you coming on down? <laughs> and I've never you. been there. Crazy. I I want to be around you. I want to have oh, my tribe. Right. I want to be a part of your tribe. You I want are to a part of our there. tribe. You're very much part of our you tribe. Are. And Sammy, Sammy's here yeah. too. Yeah. Yeah. Sammy, we're all yeah. connected, and we Definitely. will be forever. Yeah, yeah. you physically, 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 but you are. I am so inspired by you guys because you are, I met you when in Phuket, when, when you were going through transformations, both of yourselves. And yeah. so to see, True. who would have guessed we would both be making podcasts. My very first holiday ever alone, sort of as a mm. newly single woman after yes. a marriage had ended after 25 years. My first, even though I traveled around the world as a job, as a flight attendant, but to actually go on my own on a holiday, it was Phuket cleanse. So it was a very much a transformational trip. Mm. And then who do I meet is Zora in my very first lecture and I stayed afterwards and then we just knew we'll be friends for life. And then who do I meet for my next one? Is Sam. And then Sam's our star producer, friend. Uh, you know, so and I multi-talented people. Yeah. Like, it's just you know, wonderful. Inspirational people. That yeah. otherwise and Sam had the have. first podcast. I remember talking <laughs> exactly. to her about it. She actually did. She did. Yeah. Yeah. She's always, Sam's always been <laughs> ahead coach. of her time. She's incredible. Zora, uh-huh. I just wanted to know, when did you get into biohacking and, and longevity? Like why, when did you become interested? So health and wellness have been since I was like 16. I mean, I always was wow. I'm from LA, right? Yeah. And, uh, <laughs> but I got more interested in cancer when my mom died when she was only 57, I was oh, 23. So I was like, oh my God, I just don't want to die early. What yeah. do I do? So that's when I started the the wheels of, so, of, of, so then I started health coaching and I got introduced to the biohacking community. And I was <laughs> like, oh my gosh, this is exactly what I'm looking for. It's not just health and wellness. This is next, next level, level health optimization. Mm. That's, that's so interesting. And what I think 
anything, I'll tell you what, your mum would be damn proud of you. Yeah, well, look, we feel honoured to have had you on today. And we've got a couple of our signature to, questions. Yep. Uh, you go first, Nicholas. Okay, well, if you could share a back fence with anybody mm-hmm. on planet Earth, who would it be, Zora, and why? Of course it would be you girls. That's my easiest question. Oh, my God. Actually, you haven't been to our back fence. No. I'll take it down to the back fence. We actually do share a back fence. We actually do. (laughs) Zora doesn't drink, so I'll make sure we have some lovely tea there for you. Uh, yeah, yeah. Spermidine. What's oh, that? Spermidine. <laughs> 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 even got, thank God, even, even Sam's going with that. Thank God I don't feel. So what we need to do is ask the next question. So, and this one does intrigue me with Zora Bora. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Okay, what would you say to your 20-year-old self if you had that opportunity? What, what sort of advice or what would you, if you saw her, what would you say to her? Stop people pleasing. Oh, yeah. I'm a recovering. No, I'm only going pleaser. like ah because ninety percent of people say it blows it is my mind. Unbelievable! Is it our generation? It, it blows yeah. my mind constantly. Were you a well? S- tell yeah. us about elaborate. You. Break that yeah. down a little bit. Like, well, I think we were told ever since we were little girls, like be a good girl, be nice. Good girls are kind. Uh, and when you see a response, actually, to me, it's also quite. There's a part of the people pleaser in me that does it out of pure pleasure like I enjoy connecting with people I love making them happy that makes me happy too but I think so I've learned over the years that I would cross oceans for people who wouldn't cross a puddle for me and oh, and I, wow. I just kind of got a little disappointed I said why am I doing this just try to make them please them and I like me and and I think it just spend a lot of time and effort and I, I don't mm. want to I would never want to totally pull back because I think thanks to this little trait of mine i've made so many connections and met so many people and and that that's a little bit of a superpower so i think it's something in between and yeah and i i am i and i think a part of it has to do with creating boundaries as you get older you go why am i doing all this stuff and i have no time for the real people i love or doing the things that i absolutely love because i'm trying to take care of everybody else and i think it's just part of society's ingrained this into us and as women and that's why so many women come out and saying the same thing because we grow up and say all right let's <laughs> let's time to become a woman well Zora that's just yeah, amazing hearing that because yeah. as we said like most of our listeners of you know people on board have just sort of said that you know so it's fascinating um, hey Zora yeah. you know what we've only seriously just just opened the window a little bit to who and what you are and what you do but I hope that we've will encourage the listeners to follow you from here on end it was just a taste of what you are all about. And there's so many spokes oh, in your wheels. And health Truly. and fitness and diet and weights mm. and, you know, you're all just a spermidine. <laughs> <laughs> a, a wealth of knowledge and, and no, you know, we the love most you. beautiful, biggest heart yeah. in the world, Zora. You. Thank you so much for coming on The Back Fence Incredible. today. Uh, you know, so listeners, yeah, follow Zora and Diety. We want to get everyone to uh, rate and review. I think maybe the ratings <laughs> might just come up up to be high with this one. So don't forget to follow. Tune in on a Monday. And uh, yeah. when you rate, how many stars do you want, Diety? 50,000 out of <laughs> Oh, wow. You meant to do five, right? Yeah, just out of five. few knots. <laughs> that's all. 50, Simple. 50,000. Well, yep. that's a record. Yep. Is that a record? Yep. 50,000. There you go, Zora. You've inspired me. Yes. <laughs> Don't forget to look Zora up. We'll put everything in our show notes. Take care. Bye. Ciao, ciao. Bye-bye. Ciao.